Hello, listeners. Before the show gets started, I wanted to give you all a quick heads up about some changes that you may have noticed in the show as you listen to the episode. You'll notice that James is not joining us for this episode, and for a variety of personal reasons, James has decided to sit out of the show until we start season two, which should start sometime after this summer. So we here at Chaotic Goodness wish James all the best. We look forward to seeing him again really soon, and we are absolutely positively excited to have him come back and join us. You'll get to see James again in season two. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 14 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, where the irritated badger beach vacation goes horribly wrong. Let the chaos begin. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. Just hold my hands and follow me. This is Christy. She plays Rin. What? I don't... (laughs) People. And Steve, he plays Zeke. And I'm tired of him yelling at me about the damned engine I poured dust into. And Chad, our GM, who plays Gideon and Wade. Guys, there's a large ship coming our way. A crew of the irritated badger managed to purchase slaves, get lost in the desert, accidentally become responsible for the death of one of those slaves, befriended a tribe of desert nomads, inspired them to rise up and fight on the side against an oppressive regime and destroyed an entire city in hellfire. Yes, I would say that this calls for a vacation. So today we have another uh, submitted jump point to us. And the person who submitted the jump point is Malcolm Hargrove, the author of 21 Jump Points, the book we've been using. So super cool. Yeah, he actually listens to the show to see what kind of jump points we're using. And we always credit him with the jump points of his that we're using. So we should be good. Right, Malcolm? They're awesome. Yes, they're very awesome. So he actually, uh, I believe this is one that he submitted or he gave to me uh, because... He's going to use this in maybe a new book of jump points that he's writing. I think. I think that if I'm wrong, let me know. But this is what I'm assuming. So we'll just go ahead and get right in it. Bullets whiz around you. Your vehicle makes a tight turn in an effort to throw off your pursuers, but they look to be gaining. Unless you do something, it's only a matter of time before they catch you. So, Steve. This is not good. No. All I wanted was a quiet vacation on the beach. I know, right? Well, maybe it started as a quiet vacation on the beach. Uh, So, let's see. Steve, what faction is pursuing you and why? And what did you do to piss them off so badly? How about the Order of Fear? All right. So, what did we do to piss the Order of Fear off so badly? How did we piss off space pirates? On a beach planet. On a beach planet. We, we took their for rum. For oh. <laughs> you stole rum from a bunch of space pirates on a oh, beach man. planet. So, you know, that actually could work because maybe maybe we were um, vacationing here at this beach because we deserved a break. And Flossie found out that they were here and that they were... Um, they were, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, shipping, s- steal- stealing, um, smuggling, transport. smuggling. Thank you. I don't know what's wrong with me. I need another beer. <laughs> so they're, they're <laughs> I'm a therapist. I know exactly what's wrong with you. Shut up, Chad. And she needs another beer, right? In your professional opinion. <laughs> Take two of these. <laughs> Call me in the morning. I'm not sure I can ethically say that. <laughs> 
So so she finds out that they're smuggling rum and she's like, hey, I like rum. I'm going to fuck with these guys. And so, so she would stealing, steal it from them. We're stealing their smuggled cargo, yeah. which happens to be alcoholic beverages. Right. Okay, so we're actually stealing a cargo load of <laughs> rum from the Order of Fear. From my mortal enemies, yes. On a beach planet. Okay. Yep. Okay. This um, totally works. <laughs> Woo! So the next question... <laughs> Oh, this is already off to a great start. Isn't it, though? The next question is, what vehicle are you using? Not a sandworm. No. Kim does not get... honey badgers. No. Kim does not get to have any say in this. Christy, (laughs) what vehicle are you using, and what are you being pursued by? A catamaran? Dude, get out of my head. I'm the psychic. Oh, so we're we're on the water. I was totally thinking that. So we're on the water. What are we being pursued by? Something that I don't know the names of things. Hey, what what you, what's in your head? What's in your head? Uh, so, oh, like a, a hovercraft. Okay, so like a uh, like a large. Okay, so we're on a we're on a catamaran. Is it sail powered or engine powered? Please, dear God, engine, <laughs> engine. Powered. I, I, I know it's your your Please choice. say engine. Please. <laughs> You're the Please only one engine. with a gun. <laughs> Considering our crew, I'll say engine because there's no way we'd be able to sail. Right. <laughs> so we coordinated. So it's an engine-powered catamaran being chased by a giant hovercraft crewed by pirates. This is perfect. I love it. Remember when I had a character okay. in D&D with the sailor background and I couldn't fly a rowboat? Yes. <laughs> oh, Eberron. All right. Oh, we miss you, Eberron. So this was already answered, uh, but Kim, what terrain or environment are you being pursued through? So that's on we're on the water. Yes. What opportunity does it offer to lose or hinder the pursuit? So we're on the... Yeah. So, well... If there, um, if there's a reef underwater, Flossie would be able to dive in and see it. She's semi-aquatic. She can breathe underwater. So as long as this water is oxygen rich, she's golden. So if she dives in, then she can see if there's a reef and then maybe we can like steer them in a way that they'll run into it. We are lighter than they are. Maybe they, they're a hovercraft. So Hmm. they're a lot lighter than we are. Hmm, what about... Yeah, Reef is not, even like Sargasso Sea is not going to be... Yeah. I'm thinking fjord-like cliffs because we're going to be more maneuverable so we can get closer. True. Um, All right, Kim has the final say. Yeah, I think the cliffs are going to work. And if not, then we can move to plan B. Okay, so there's cliffs that we can kind of turn and go parallel to. Right. Hey, do we have any weapons? Well, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Rin has a shotgun. Well, we know that. Steve, what nasty surprise have your pursuers arranged just ahead of you, and why is it going to be difficult to avoid? No Sharknado. Yar, unleash the Sharknado! That's how we gain superiority in this space! I think Sharknado 3 is in space. <laughs> Three out of five. Um, what about uh, a minefield? <laughs> <laughs> So they, are you serious? They just set up a minefield. <laughs> they just happened to have set it up. They chased us into their mine. This is their smuggling planet that we stumbled upon, and so they have several traps rigged Wait. just in case. No? We we ended up on this planet as yeah, like a vacation. Be- it was oh, this is a nice beach planet. We can go on a vacation here, and we don't have to pay extra money for a resort because this is an uninhabited world. 
turns out to be a smuggling center? Yes. That's that's so like us. That sounds good. <laughs> I can go with that. So now that I have everyone's answers, I'm going to go ahead and set the scene and then we can just kind of take off from there. So I'm imagining like the, the, the camera is starting way up in the sky and it's, it's, it's zooming in and this water uh, where there is a powered catamaran speeding off into the water being followed by this giant hovercraft which i imagine is has like ar jolly roger up floating up over above it there's like guns and cannons pouring off of this thing because it's a large intimidating kind of thing and you all are speeding towards a cliff edge because you guys are seeing that way as your only escape however you all just now notice that the whole thing is laid with mines in the water and you all are i'm guessing we're all there in our bathing suits because Flossie just discovered the rum cargo, hijacked a catamaran, put the cargo on there, got us on there. The pirates found out and now we're running for our lives. Of course. That sounds that's, about right. Yeah, and now, perfect. And now we are speeding towards a cliff and we've just seen that there are mines and there's pirates behind us and there you can hear them over the loudspeaker. It's like, Arr, surrender the cargo or you'll all be dead. What do we do? We say no. Flossie leans out the back and goes, no! <laughs> Forget that. I'll make it tickle in their head. I'll scream it inside their brains. Okay. <laughs> Don't you have to see them? I mean, you can see their... No. their oh. no, I'm awesome like that. Flossie is is yelling psychically at the pirates. What? Is, who's driving the catamaran? Probably me. So, <laughs> so wait, wait. So Flossie is holding on to the steering wheel while turned around and staring around. at the pirates. I would hope that line of sight for for something that you don't know familiar. Well, I mean, I could uh, maybe the catamaran has like rearview mirrors or something, and I can look in the rearview mirror and like spot the, <laughs> the hovercraft driver through their windshield, right? Right. So That's yeah. legit. Flossie's yeah. driving and also taunting at the same time. What is Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III doing? I really feel like I should be trying to talk sense into Flossie, but I also know that that is a fool's errand, so I'm probably just cowering. I'm just like, please don't let me get shot by pirates today. Please don't oh, let me get I shot like by that pirates. Image. There's I promise to not pull you in front of me in terror. <laughs> So there's Dr. Ezekiel in his swim trunks, and I'm guessing like a tank top or something, crouched down in the fetal position on the catamaran going, please don't let me get shot by pirates. I just was trying to have a vacation. This is totally still a vacation. This is amazing. It's so fun. Are you not having fun? I'm having fun. What is Rin doing? Um, How far back is the hovercraft? We'll say that they're about... 10 meters back, but they're gaining. Then I will get out the shotgun and stand on the the part of the boat that you stand on. Okay. That's outside. Okay. <laughs> so quick question, though. Is, is Rin, Rin in a swimsuit or not? Rin is in a swimsuit. Where does she pull the shotgun out of? She gets it. She was in with the, you know, the towels and stuff. Have you not seen Wonder Woman? 
It was in the <laughs> towels. Well, you know, in the storage area. So <laughs> there's a storage area on the boat. So Ren's reaching, Ren's reaching into the, beach, the beach bag. bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's reaching into the beach bag. He's like, let's see, floppy hats, sunglasses, zinc oxide. Here we go, shotgun. Okay. And she pulls out the shotgun and starts firing at the hovercraft. Uh, Gideon is. He's in swim trunks. His nose is actually covered in zinc oxide because he burns easily. He's got he's fair skin. He's got like the big sunglasses and a big floppy hat on. He's holding it on. You're such a cute human. Oh, thank you. You're fair skin. You're adorable. Gideon is at the he's actually at the front of the catamaran and he's shouting back to you guys. There's mines up there. Ooh, this will be fun. Where are they? Are they in front of the cliffs to the right of the cliffs? Or, yeah, in front of the cliffs. So which way are they? They're in front of us! Uh, how far? Not far! Can we veer out of the way? Try! They're mines! <laughs> Mine? I don't want to get blown up Mine? by pirates. I don't want to get blown up by pirates. <laughs> you won't get blown up by pirates. It'll be fine. We I'm will veer out I'm of the way. i corner and over my head. Red <laughs> <laughs> is going, blam, blam, blam. <laughs> and behind you all, uh, a loudspeaker on the hovercraft goes, are y'all going to be blown up by pirates? <laughs> is there a loudspeaker on this thing? There needs to be. Sure. Oh, good. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the the microphone for this loudspeaker. Kim is I'm having gonna... trouble with words today. I am so having trouble with wording. We should give her more alcohol. <laughs> Hang on. I'll 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 have another beer in a minute. Okay. So um so I'm gonna try to compel them. You can't actually see anybody. Does it doesn't do you have say to be... anything under compel about having to see them. They just have to hear my words. I guess that is horrifying. Technically, I could combine telepathy and compel. I think we have a we've established that we have a loudspeaker, so I think well, that yeah, should be good so enough. I shouldn't need to. So I you're guess. going to attempt to compel, and it's all based yep. on your role, right? I know. All right, that's the scary part. Okay. Wait, actually, um, know what? Don't roll. You try it. You try to compel, but it doesn't work. For some reason. Okay. In, Flossie, in your experience with the Order of Fear and the, the pirates there, they actually did have kind of a like a jury-rigged kind of trick defense against psychics. What is it? Tinfoil hats? <laughs> <laughs> they have kind of like a cloaking device in a way, but it's built into like a little, I don't know, what would you call that? Like a something that you would wear, like a, a, a pin or a badge. So, so kind of like something. a personal psionic shield? Something like that. Okay. Given your experience, there's probably a good chance that this is what you're dealing with. Mm. Do they all have it? Well, you you would. What are you trying to compel them to do? What are you ordering? To go away naturally, to stop following us. One guy jumps overboard. Hmm. Eh, that's good. One less guy. I'll take it. They're immune to psychic influence. Y'all are headed towards mines. The doctor is really not looking forward to exploding. Rin is firing at them. So, Rin, mm -hmm. you have the shotgun out. You're pointed. You're pointing it at them. What are you? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? I'm aiming for the bloody part to try to the hover skirt. Yes, <laughs> the hover skirt. Okay. We expect you to know boat terms. What are you so firing at this what are you what are you trying to accomplish? I'm trying to disable their vessel. Okay, give me a face adversity roll. That sounds like a face adversity. Uh, roll your metal since you're shooting. That would be a 13. Okay, so you succeed completely disabling the hovercraft enough to where you guys get out ahead. 
and you could easily kind of outrun them. However, you still have a minefield and a cliff to face. That's not my problem. That's Flossie's. Okay. <laughs> well, we know what Dr. Ezekiel is doing, so Flossie. <laughs> I want to get blown up. <laughs> He's going to need a shower after this. How are you going to circumvent uh, this particular issue? Which one? The uh, fact that I can't mess with their heads or the fact that we might blow up soon? We're heading into a... That circumvent the minefield issue the boom first. part yes so what if we why don't we like do a 180 and like try to chicken them and then <laughs> they'll like veer at the last minute and then they'll steer into the minefield give me that definitely sounds like a uh, face adversity roll <laughs> give me uh roll metal so that's an 11 Okay, you succeed completely so you turn the you spin the wheel sharply to the to the left and the whole entire catamaran does this really hairpin turn it kind of goes up like some of the pontoons i don't want to go swimming i don't want to go swimming i don't want to go swimming it's okay i'll pull you out of the water it's uh, no biggie it's fine. Z, give me a face adversity roll with your uh, uh physique oh good i don't have a penalty to that <laughs> four uh, you turn, you do a hairpin turn, the catamaran goes up, and Dr. Ezekiel falls into the water. Well, that's a shame. Damn it, Zeke! And now you turn, and you're going straight at them. The Since Rin fired at the hovercraft, uh, the pilot, I guess, got, got a little bit spooked and slowed down. But now you guys are speeding up towards him, so now they are speeding towards you and opening fire. You're in the water, Zeke. We're going to deal with that in a minute. What is everyone on the catamaran doing? This will determine what moves... Everyone off of the catamaran as well. This will determine what moves you guys are doing. Gideon needs to steer. And oh, dear. <laughs> Rin needs to be shooting at them, and I will jump in the water and rescue Zeke. Life preserver on a rope. I mean, why do you have to jump? If you jump in, we're Because both... it's faster. Yeah, but now we're both going to be left behind by the... Well, she already declared it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Flossie goes, Gideon, take the wheel, and, and jumps off the boat. And start shooting. <laughs> Rin, start shooting. Sploosh. <laughs> Gideon runs like the, the catamaran starts to swerve a little as Gideon gets up to the wheel. like, oh, shit, And starts uh, getting the ship back in a straight line. Wait a minute. We're pointed right at a pirate hovercraft. Woohoo! Perfect. Why did I do this? Because it's fun. Real quick, we're going to go with Flossie. You're trying to save Dr. Ezekiel, so give me a face adversity roll. Swimming to get to him would be physique. I'm pretty sure that one's a plus zero. I cursed those dice. Whatever. I refuse to accept your dice curse. All right, here we go. Curseless. Curseless. Five, so that's a seven. You succeed, however, a hard choice has to be made. <laughs> Please don't make the hard choice you or me. Or, or she succeeds at a cost. Like you, but you, you face some kind of hardship or something bad happens to Flossie. And I will let you mull over it uh, while Rin opens fire, I'm guessing. So are you... Yes. Rin is shooting. Okay. Yeah. So are you shooting to, like, wound people? Or are you shooting to drive them up? What, what are you trying I'm to accomplish? I'm shooting to disable the hovercraft. Because considering I'm on something bobbing up and down and turning and shooting at something pretty far away with a shotgun. With a shotgun. This is going to be very difficult. So. Yeah. So I'm just trying to shoot. How about this? So you're shooting at them, trying to get them to, to chicken out sooner so they swerve so you guys can get past them. Rin, give me a face adversity roll using your metal. 
That would be 11. All right. You actually managed to get the pilot to chicken out sooner. So that way the the catamaran doesn't have to get dangerously close to the hovercraft before it veers off. Okay. However, it is opening fire on the catamaran and nobody said that they were going to try to take cover. So uh, Rin and Gideon are going to take some damage. And so will the catamaran. For this, uh, for a ship to ship vessel, we'll say that it does major wounds. So, Rin, you are tougher, so you would only take a minor wound. Gideon is going to, you know, he's going to take the brunt of the damage, but he's still up. And For once. Yes, for yes. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have a glass jaw in this episode, apparently. <laughs> All right, so Flossie, you jump to Dr. Zeke's rescue. What is Correct. the hardship? So, um, Zeke is not the best swimmer, and he is kind of panicking a little bit in the water, and he ends up kicking some coral and uh, and cutting up his foot. Okay. Yeah. I like how this is a hardship that Flossie is facing. Well, well, no, you said it was either a hardship or a, or a difficult choice. Okay. Right. So, the hardship part is that it attracts a uh, a marine predator. Oh. Because there's okay. blood in the water now. Oh. So like and flailing. What kind of marine predator? It can't be. Okay, so this is a space opera, so it can't be anything as boring as a shark. No, not like, a shark. What is what is like um, completely terrifying about this kind of aquatic predator? It looks kind of similar to an eel, but it has. Um, it can walk on land as well. It's got uh, its fins have sort of bony feet. Okay, so it's like a walking and it's eel. Somewhat intelligent. It's somewhat intelligent. Okay. Yes. So it's an intelligent, tenacious... Carnivore. Eel. Mm -hmm. Dr. Ezekiel's nerdy flailing is attracting it. Uh, and the blood, yes. Yes, the blood would probably have something to do with that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so is that a hard choice? Like, are you going to try to cut and run? <laughs> no. Is Steve like going to have him. to make another character? No, but it's definitely a hardship because now it's trying to eat us, which is bad. And now we have two enemies that we're trying to deal with. And at this point, the... The catamaran. So you just jump. You just dove off the side. You didn't say that you were grabbing like a life preserver or a line or anything, right? No. So you jump off the side, and the catamaran <laughs> is going, and the hovercraft veers out of the way, and the hovercraft is, you know, it turned, but it's still coming towards you guys. So now you two have to deal with the predatory walking eel. Well, if I time it right, I can try to get Zeke to hold his breath and I can drag him under at exactly the moment that the eel tries to get us. And then hopefully the hovercraft will come over us at the same time and they'll collide head first. Kim, I'm begging you. Steven to Kim, not not Dr. <laughs> Zeke to Flossie. Don't make me roll dice. Please. <laughs> no, no, no. So from what... <laughs> <laughs> from what uh, Kim described, this is Plan A anyway. From what Kim described, it sounds like this is a move that Flossie is going to make. So you're going to be facing adversity. Yeah. But you have to time it just right and get things at just the right exact angle. So this is a metal roll. Okay. Sounds good. I get a plus one for that. I like that. All right. Come on, at least a nine. At least a nine. A nine. Come on. That's not a nine. That's a six, so I fail. Christy, what horrible, horrible mishap happens to Flossie and Dr. Ezekiel as they try to dodge an eel and a hovercraft at the same time? It doesn't have to be two horribles. Just one is fine. Well, the timing was right, but the angle was off. So they collided, but right on top of Zeke and Flossie. 
So as the eel is knocked out and sinks down in the water, they're under it. So the hovercraft is not moving, or they're trapped under the hovercraft and they can't come up for air? No. Or the eel. Oh, the eel. Oh, the, okay. the sinking eel. Oh, they're under the eel. Wait. Which I imagine is big. Okay, so the eel is dragging them down. Yes. Okay. So now you both are tangled up in a stunned carnivorous eel thing and being pulled underwater. At least it's unconscious. And I'm not sure if the hovercraft was damaged enough to be disabled at that spot, too. Or what's so happening? So we might to come it. up. We might be able to free ourselves from under the eel and surface under the hovercraft. We'll get to that. Gideon, uh, he's looking in the rearview mirror that apparently all catamarans have on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, future. Rin, I don't see them. Should I turn around? Um. Now we pursue the pirates. <laughs> <laughs> or should I just keep going? I, I think we have to turn around. I love you too. I mean, they they did. Save your life. Uh, uh, you're right. That's true. Flossie did save Gideon's life. And he, he starts turning the wheel, and he's like... Don't bring that part up. He's like, oh, crap, I wish Hantal was here. So he starts doing a wider turn because, you know, Gideon's not exactly an ace pilot. And then A three-point turn? Yeah, starts, <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, beep. More like a six- or seven-point turn, really. And then uh, speeds towards the hovercraft. So you guys are, are headed towards the hovercraft. Meanwhile, you two, you two are trapped, you're sinking, and you are drowning. What do you do? Not drowning. He's drowning. How do you plan on avoiding this? Get out from underneath the squid eel. Okay, so you're just going to try to muscle... I can try to pull him out. You're going to try to shake your... Pull your way out of it, so yeah, I need... Disentangle from the... And and Flossie and said gonna she's going to help. So, first of all, I need Dr. Zeke to give me a physique roll. You're uh, facing adversity. I hope Flossie knows CPR. Oh, 11. He pulls himself free by himself. Woohoo! Yes, good job, Zeke. The one time it counts. When he's saving his own ass, he rolls high. With my dice. When he's trying to fix Gideon's leg, he fails horribly. I True. Got, I, I got it. Mm-hmm. So you pull yourself out, and you two can easily kind of get back up to the surface then, take a deep gasp of air on the side of this hovercraft, and you you surface, and you're looking up. You see a whole bunch of pirates with various types of weaponry pointed right at the two of you. Well, I would just duck back under the hovercraft. <laughs> Flossie puts her, puts her head up, Except- sees all the pirates. Except that Zeke is there. So I'd be like, you know, telepathically communicating with Zeke and saying, hold your breath. And then I would probably like pull him under and try to find like the air pocket under the middle of the hovercraft. Okay. Does Zeke think that Flossie is psychic yet? No. So he, he must have just, she must have shouted. She must have gotten her head just above the water, well, shouted. You know, when the adrenaline levels are high, you're not really paying attention to too much stuff on the periphery. You just kind of get that tunnel vision. So who knows? So you, you drag them under. So I need you just, well, no, it's not compelling if you two drown. So you actually get to an air pocket under the hovercraft. There's pirates on the side. Rin, you see this as pirates are on the side and they're yelling at the water and some of them are yelling to start the engines again. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want to put a hole in there, in their, uh, Hover skirt. Hover skirt. Yeah. I want to <laughs> With what? With my throwing knives, which I, of course, keep in my bathing suit. Uh-uh. Where were you carrying? I don't, don't want to know. know. No, I don't want to know. I, I really don't want to know. I would know. never go anywhere without my knives. 
hello, assassin. It's kind of my thing. I need my knives. Would you say that that's your creed? Yes. Okay. That, that's your assassin's creed? <laughs> no, uh, that, that's copyrighted. <laughs> I just want to go around and poke holes like all the way around. So I want you... This is it's, it's kind of tough and you're stabbing things and you're moving around a lot, so give me physique. So that would be a six. Gosh darn it. Okay, it's too tough for you to penetrate. The catamaran. These are penetrating throwing knives. So I would get a bonus, right? Nope. Oh, snap. That would have made it a seven. I've been shooting at them this whole time and still haven't penetrated the skirt. She keeps trying. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. These two are mothers, y'all. <laughs> They're the best kind of mothers. I know, that makes a lot more sense now in that right. context. So Flossie fails to penetrate the skirt with her rigid bikini knives. <laughs> Rin, you're seeing a whole bunch of pirates just milling about, running around. You do, we'll just say that you do see your friends get, they pull themselves under the water, under the hovercraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, the catamaran is closing in pretty quickly. Gideon is getting it moving at a, at a at a speedy clip, and soon you guys will be able to board. How many pirates are we looking at? It it doesn't matter, um, really, because the only answer now is to shoot the pirates. Okay, so we'll say there's about like eight pirates on board, and so are you going to? Are you going to jump onto the hovercraft or are you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because you have a shotgun and they work better at short distance. Short short range. Okay. The catamaran, Gideon speeds up. Like, do you want Gideon to speed past the hovercraft while you jump on it or stop next to it? No, he should keep going because we don't want to risk them boarding the catamaran and taking Gideon because Gideon can't do anything for himself. (laughs) He can do math. That's not going to fight the pirates. I will defeat you with math. <laughs> so he's going to speed past, but this is going to be kind of a difficult move for you to jump on to a stationary hovercraft from a speeding catamaran. But it's going to look awesome. It, if you succeed, give me roll physique. No matter what, it's going to look awesome. <laughs> um, A9. You succeed, but you have to make a hard choice. So you actually, you managed to land on the hovercraft. I don't know. You could... Well, we could say that you take damage from the from the attempt because you landed kind of hard. So, okay. okay. So you're nodding. We're going to do that. Yeah. So you you go ahead. You take another minor wound from the impact. The impact would have killed a lesser being, but for some reason you absorb it pretty well. And now, Rin, you are on a war hovercraft full of pirates with a shotgun and a bikini. Kill them all. <laughs> I'm not wearing a bikini. Oh, you're, is it a one piece? <laughs> it's like an old fashioned one piece with the stripes. <laughs> it's a Victorian style yes. bathing suit. Well, now we know where she was keeping the shotgun. <laughs> it's what was fashionable from our planet. You're on the hovercraft. You 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 hit kind of hard, so maybe you maybe you uh you have to you you limp a little bit and shake it out and then you're up there you have the shotgun and you are firing at pirates yes okay so you you cock the shotgun you open fire uh if you are you're shooting you're you're trying to take these guys out with a shotgun so that would be and trying not to slip yes trying not to slip so we'll 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 do a couple of things so first of all i want you well if you don't want to slip give me a face adversity roll using your physique Mm, eight. 
Yeah, so that's a mixed success. So you you manage not to stumble to the point where you you lose your aim, but you do go down on a knee. You're you can't run all over the hoverboards. Okay. We'll say that now. Give me an open fire roll. That's using your metal. That would be a twelve. You manage to successfully take out, uh, the pirates that you see above deck on this hovercraft. That I see above deck. Okay. Yes. Good job. So you you open fire. You take everyone out. Uh, you two are under in an air pocket, but you hear like a lot of like muffled firing going off out out of the. So water. I would I would tell Zeke telepathically to take a deep breath again, and I would drag him back under the hovercraft. She's really good at throwing her voice. Really, really good at it. And you guys surface, and you see Rin is there in her bathing dress, <laughs> whatever it is, <laughs> on her knees with a shotgun, and there's a whole bunch of dead pirates all around her. Nice! Oh my gosh, that's amazing! You are the bomb! Gideon, oh no. Gideon was speeding off of the catamaran, right? Yes. Like, yes. he went past the, the hovercraft towards, towards the minefield. <laughs> Quick, somebody give me dice. Give me 2d6. We'll see if Gideon can avoid the minefield. And that's a metal roll. He's at a minus one. Hooray! He got a six. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that was great, Rin. That was awesome. You look and you see the catamaran just goes off. Boom. <laughs> As a mine goes off. We're, we'll say we'll say that the entire catamaran isn't destroyed, but it flips and it's no longer seaworthy, so it starts to sink. No, my rum! Oh no! no! Why is the rum gone? <laughs> oh wait, was Gideon on there? You hear? Everyone still has their communicators on, so you do hear Gideon come on. It's like. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm I'm trapped in the hull and the ship is sinking. Is there I'm any okay. rum still in the ship? <laughs> yes, Flossie. The cargo is still here. Wait, I'm coming to get it. And me, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Try to say that without laughing next time. So I guess Flossie starts to paddle towards the wreckage as Dr. Ezekiel and Rin are on the hovercraft, which is just kind of floating there. And as Flossie is is paddling off, Rin, you hear uh, footsteps coming towards you, and you turn and you see. Let's let's describe this. So the captain was below deck. Let's describe this guy. What this guy? I want him big and intimidating, and I want him really tough. So let's let's brainstorm this guy here. Do you want him to be just a guy, or do you want him to be backstory related? We can make him backstory related. There's there's a guy that. Um, betrayed Flossie a long time ago, and he became a part of the Order of Fear. Okay, what's his name? His name is Axton. Axton, okay. And what, so Axton, he's not He's not a typical mook. He won't, you can't just make one roll and, and he's gone. He, he has, there's something about him that makes him maybe like impervious in battle or extremely difficult to kill. He has augmentations. He's from her base. Okay, so he's all he's all augmented up and po- probably even tougher than Rin. Like Rin would yeah. have to figure out a way to circumvent his uh, plating. Yes. Okay. So this guy who's obviously who's large and obviously very much augmented comes comes hulking towards you, and he has a he's got a big nasty weapon too. Rin. Can Flossie see him? No, you're paddling towards the rum. True. I need to save the rum. Yes. 
and Gideon. Yes, of course, Gideon. So, Rin, what type of giant intimidating weapon would you like to be shot with or eviscerated by? That's... <laughs> what do you think would make the best kind of story? Marshmallow shooter, if I... <laughs> it summons Gozar, the Gozarian. Um... It shoots flaming marshmallows. A high-tech harpoon launcher? That sounds painful. Yeah. I don't... Uh... He's a pirate. Of course he'd have a high-tech harpoon launcher. Very true. Uh, har- yeah, okay, so... Would... Majority rules. So a high tech, thanks guys. Har- laser Sorry. guided, Sorry. laser guided animantium harpoon launcher. <laughs> he's got it over his shoulder, and he's approaching you, Rin. Uh, Zeke, you see him? Do you see this gigantic hulking guy with a really dangerous looking weapon coming towards you guys? What What does Zeke do first of all? I hear a splash. <laughs> Is that me wetting myself or jumping back into the ocean? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Do I still have my shock glove? I, I'm not sure that would make sense. <laughs> okay. Shot at by pirates, blown up by pirates, sunk by pirates, drowned by pirates. And now you summoned the biggest, baddest pirate. Flossie wanted the rum. He's totally an asshole. Seriously, this guy, Flossie would like nothing more than to kill him very dead. Except a retrieve the rum well but i didn't know he was there yet had i seen him then the rum would have become you know chopped liver so dr (laughs) zeke starts dr zeke starts whining about pirates again and rin you are facing off against this guy what do you do can i go running into the interior of the uh hovercraft and see if you know what is inside of here and hopefully it's not more pirates you're gonna try to run avoid this guy and run somewhere else on the ship yeah below decks into storage area see if i can find something helpful we can say that you do that because axton sees ren sees another fellow augmented up person and and believes this is going to be a really good fight so he just kind of lets you go you weaselly little doctor man what is within immediate range of ren as far as what's on the deck cannons Lines, ropes, uh, maybe spent shell casings, dead pirates. The dead pirates might have weapons. Just saying. Loot the body. I don't think I have time to loot bodies. (laughs) They could have really good weapons just laying there right next to them. He is going to attack you, so... Okay. Um, I will try to shoot him first. So you're not going to try to dodge or anything. You're just going to try to shoot him before he shoots you or harpoons you. You go to shoot at him and the bullets just kind of bounce off his skin. You're going to have to find a way around uh, his armor to actually hurt this guy. I don't have my machete on me. Don't you have an electroshock attachment on the end of your uh, shotgun? You'd zap the shit out of him. Maybe if it goes through his armor. Uh, You can give me an assessment roll. And then we can say, if you roll high enough, we can say there's something interesting nearby that you can use. No, I, I don't. Roll? What'd you roll? I have a five. I don't know. Okay. So I reveal what? a fact that you probably wish was not true. Okay. You're looking around at all the, um, everything around you and the pirates and everything, trying to find something else to, to use in this fight. And as you look around, uh, you see the, the corpses around you, they, they start to glow a little bit with some kind of weird arcane light and then they start twitching and getting up this isn't good you best be believing in ghost stories 
I'm going to edit that out. No, leave it in. So now you're surrounded by Axton, the cybernetic pirate, and a whole bunch of zombie pirates on a hovercraft. Rin's going to lose her shit and just start shooting at everything. Okay. that's not natural. Okay. She starts shooting. So, Zeke, you are you run into the lower hall and you hear uh, Rin just start screaming and there's gunshots going off and you're not really sure what is what is happening. What do you do? Continue looking for something to try and be helpful with. The ooh, the helm. I bet if I started moving, it might knock the uh the pirates so, off balance. So you're going to start up the hovercraft and start going. What what direction are you gonna be going in? Turn the uh turn the hovercraft. Okay. So you're just gonna try to turn the hovercraft and start going. Okay. Flossie, you get to Gideon and the rum. So you pull you pull I would pull Gideon out you, first. Good. You pull Gideon That's out the first. That's easy one. And the the cargo crates. I mean, cargo crates in general, they uh, they have a lot of stuff going for them as far as like anti grav to make it easy to carry. It would make sense that they also have like deployable airbags just in case mm-hmm. there's a water landing. So you have Perfectly a floating logical. cargo crate that you and Gideon are both holding on to that is full of rum. Well, and I mean, I could I could get, go in and get Gideon and bring him to the surface and go back in for the yeah, rum. Yeah, and then you do that. And you're both on the rum crate. Uh, which is floating, and then you hear screaming and shotgun shots going off, and then the hovercraft turns around and starts going in the other direction. And Gideon goes, oh, come on! (laughs) It's okay. It's fine. We'll go get them. Just hang on. I got to go get the rum. Hang on. I'll be right back. We're on the... You're you're, uh, floating. Oh, we're floating on it. Yes, you're holding on to it and floating. That's perfect. Gideon taps his earpiece a little bit. We need to go get the hovercraft. Um, Fortunately, it's not waterlogged. like, guys, what's going on? Uh, And then he like, he stops and he pulls his communicator out of his ears. Like, all I hear is Ren screaming. Hmm. Um, Interesting. This isn't good. Is there like an outboard motor on this thing we can use? Probably not, but I can pull it. Okay, back to the hovercraft. Ren, you are, I guess you're shooting at zombies, so give me an open fire roll since you're just going to attack the zombies. Seven. Seven. You, okay, so you succeed at a cost. You actually take out the zombies. However, uh, you, trouble befalls Ren. And let's, let's, let's see. Who hasn't had a chance to screw with somebody yet? Steve, how does Rin end up in a worse position now? So there's zombies. So she's yeah, and she has she actually takes care of all the zombies. Well, no, she shoots all the legs out, but the torsos are still crawling towards her. Oh goodness! Oh no, that's horrible. We'll say that Rin is just overwhelmed by revulsion and fear at this point. This isn't normal. And because Zeke can't hear her over the screaming, he's about to make things worse for her. Oh boy, what does Zeke do? He's going to start making the the weaving the hovercraft back oh and forth. God. Oh. Because that's his plan is to try to knock the pirates try off. Try to make balance. everything unsteady so. So now Rin, you're rolling around on zombie torsos <laughs> that are grabbing at you and pulling at your hair, pulling at your at your legs and your wrists and everything and actually they hold you down. So Axton can uh, deal with you more easily. Uh, at this point, Zeke, I'm helping, right? Yeah, yeah you're absolutely helping. A- at this point, you are you're piloting this thing, and let's see. I want you to give me an assessment roll. Let's see if something that you wish wasn't true happens. It better not. What do I add to assessment? Uh, assessment is let's see. If you're looking around, uh, expertise. Or actually, I'm sorry. Let's do interface since you're using the the sensors and everything on this hovercraft. Seven. 
Seven. Okay. I will reveal some interesting information about the subject. So you're you're looking around at the sensors, you're looking at the readouts on the ship and everything, and you're actually the sensors are detecting a, a huge flux of arcane energy coming from the the hold of the uh, the vessel. I'm barely about to accept that there are psychics and now I have to accept magic too. Arcane phenomenon, which has uh, which has a totally legitimate scientific explanation. You just this just hasn't been discovered yet. Of course, yes, that's what we're gonna go with. It's weird energy. Re- I mean, you know, there's you guys can do temporal shifting and, and jump space and all that stuff, so it could be related to that. So there's an unusual energy reading from the cargo hall, and it, actually, it looks like it is it's getting stronger. What do you do? Where's the the cargo hold <laughs> relative to where I'm at? <laughs> Uh, the stairs are right behind you. I'll throttle down the the hovercraft and go down the stairs into the cargo hold and see what's going on okay. there. So you go down in there and you see, uh, it actually, it looks like uh, the whole area is done up in some kind of like arcane chamber. There's like an altar, there's chains, there's various things, totems to some weird... Very backwards people. Very bizarre things and there's lots of like like sickly blue glowing things and you know there's there's this motif of death and skulls and skeletons and everything you know they're sea pirates pirates, yeah Yeah, absolutely and you're actually you are feeling very ill just standing in this room like it's almost like something in this room is is detrimental to life are you going to stay in there no (laughs) i'm going to back away slowly and shut the door and peek and see it Peek out and see how Rin is doing. Uh, you see a, <laughs> you see a clusterfuck involving a bunch of zombies and a cybernetic pirate, which is like lifting her up by the throat right now. Are there weapons inside the cabin with me? A gun, mm. a harpoon, a spear. The only kind of weapon you could find would be like a makeshift weapon. Sure. Okay, so you what grab like a like a broken off handle of something. Right. And then you, what do you do? You run up there. I'm gonna try to cold cock the uh, the pirate captain <laughs> he's not paying attention to me i might get i might get the drop on him so give me a face adversity roll using your physique because you're not actually trying to damage him you're trying to distract him what the hell did you roll i got a four. Oh my god okay so dr ezekiel runs up because hey let go of my friend you bad man and whacks him <laughs> across the shoulders and there's like that whole action movie thing where he gets the bad guy gets hit in the back uh with the stick but the stick breaks on his shoulders and he slowly turns looks at you see i was going i was thinking it was good, like more like if you had a really solid fence post that you just struck with an aluminum baseball bat so it's not going uh. <laughs> okay so you're shaking pretty hard and so he turns, Axton turns around, looks at you, and just backhands you so hard you go flying off the hovercraft. Splash. God damn it. Now I have to get the other one. So we'll, we'll say that time passes where Flossie and Gideon meet up with Zeke in the water and realize that Rin was still on the hovercraft. Uh, there's, Gideon is looking Can at I the Can I see Axton? Uh you know what? Let's make this dramatic enough. So as you get to him and you speed off towards uh, the the hovercraft is speeding away, you do catch a glimpse of your old friend Axton holding up Rin, and it looks like he's starting to uh, put her in binders. Oh, that's it. That's it. He's going to get it. Flossie sees red. The rum is suddenly not important. And now 
the rest of us have to figure out how we're going to get Rin back from these pirates. Yes, please. And we will end there tonight and start again next week. And thanks for listening to the show. We'd like to thank another dead weirdo, Sulfuric, Peace Loving Games, and Tabletop Audio. And thanks most of all to our fans and listeners. Your reviews keep us going, so please rate us, review us, and subscribe to our show anywhere and everywhere. We will read your feedback on the air. If you want to keep up with the chaos, find us on Facebook and Twitter. Stay tuned for more chaos. Now we can be found as part of the Nerdsmith Podcast Network. Find us at nerdsmith.org. Everyone here at the Chaotic Goodness Podcast would love to thank our fans. And one of the ways that we can do so is by reading your reviews. And I have a selection of some really fantastic five-star reviews that I would like to read for you. First one is from Lohengrin999, and it's a five-star review. And it says, Infectious laughter and wacky plans. This crew is highly amusing with crazed plans and a healthy disregard for logic. You can't help but laugh along with these guys. Good times, lots of laughs, and a compelling game system that keeps things engaging and interesting. Thank you very much, Lohengrin. And the next one is an entertaining bunch. And this is from DM Nick. A fun bunch of folks in an interesting setting and concept. An actual play podcast. They're, be- they're playing in the Uncharted World system, another apocalypse world hack, and seem to be having a ton of fun doing so. A word of warning, the audio quality is a little rough, but it picks up in episode six. Yes, you're absolutely right, DM Nick. Uh, We did start off with a little bit of audio trouble, but we are working really hard uh, to make our audio quality the best it can possibly be for our listeners. And the next one uh, says, putting the play back into actual play. And this one's from Graphicon Laugh Shield. (laughs) I love that name. And this one says, this is just a straight up great actual play podcast. The system they are using is flexible, so they are all allowed to really play around in this wonderfully realized world. The music adds such a sense of energy to the narrative and makes the podcast that much more fun to listen to. Also, unlike a lot of other AP podcasts, the dice rolling rarely ever took over the show. It had its effect on the story, to be sure, but ultimately rolling the dice was never the most important part of the game. This is a group of people who are here to have fun, and it shows. Thank you so much. That is really such a nice review. And the next one is Space Goonies. Wow, that's really really appropriate. Okay, and this is from Steel Empire. Um, And it says, go on a space adventure. Think Star Wars slash Firefly slash meets Spaceballs. These players are having fun. The production sounds great with the occasional sound effect to crack you up. I found the laughter contagious as I laughed along with the gang. As a fellow podcaster, I loved how they jumped right into the adventure and left the show notes and off-topic banter for the end. Gonna steal this. You go right ahead, Steel Empire. Thank you so much. And the next one, and last one for today, is a fun group. And this is by Dawn of Nonsense. A great group of people make this podcast a lot of fun to listen to. Excited to see where this story goes and how it plays out. 
And you know what, Dawn of Nonsense? So are we. And we have no idea what's happening next. <laughs> Thank you so much for sending in all these great reviews. And again, if you want your review read on our show, please send us your review. Thank you so much. You want to be a moving service? I mean, I am pretty strong. I guess I could help. Ready for an adventure, ladies? Join that. It's okay. Everything dies. <laughs> Willow. Are we in the city? God, I hope not. Amira? Can oh. I do an insight check as they're, like, going to help? And Nova. Oh, God, is this a baby? I threw it. On Roll Like a Girl. Available on nerdsmith.org or wherever you get your podcasts.